What is up, co-workers? It's Brian from the We Used to Work Together podcast. You know, that podcast where we talk about some of the ridiculous conversations we used to have when myself, John, and Scott all used to work together. As you've heard, we're in the middle of season two, talking all about the past decade. And today, we're talking entertainment. Or at least that was the goal. We then had to pivot because we only talked movies. You'll also hear us check in on the We Used to Work Together pod list. John tells another mildly interesting story. I find a top 100 list from INDB that turns out to be not as grand as I thought. Scott patents some new technology. And there was another bullet point here that said we only talk movies, but see, I already said that part. Anyway, on to the show. You know what my other favorite thing about this is we copy paste this plug info and we have two U's and used to work together. So oh, fans nice. at we you used to work together dot com. And we twenty episodes not caught that. Phonetically correct though. Yeah. John. Yeah. We used to work we together. Y O used to work together. <laughs> Hello everybody. Welcome to the We Used to Work Together podcast, a show celebrating the casual conversations we used to have when we worked together. I'm Scott Lesser, one of your hosts, and joining me are a few of my former co-workers. What up, John Mosesman? What up, what up? You finished those cinnamon rolls yet? Oh, definitely. Is that the... Why have uh, dinner when you could have cinnamon rolls for dinner? Is that on the food pyramid somewhere? Yeah, it's the icing that you drizzle on top oh, of the Oh, well played, well played. And uh, also joining us, a man who couldn't tell a coronavirus from a Bud Light virus, Brian Ketron. <laughs> That's me. But also, <laughs> I somewhat get the reference, but I don't I don't fully understand oh, why just... I wouldn't be able to. Oh, okay. Well, no, yeah, maybe you're, you are our patent law officer, so maybe you're kind of an outbreak officiant. I am. I'm up to date on all things related to Can pandemic. I travel to the Caymans? You can travel to the Caymans. Okay. Well, then maybe you can tell a coronavirus from a Bud Light virus. <laughs> you cannot travel to uh, China right now, though. That Is that a real bad. thing? See? See? I got this. We're keeping people educated. When they get this episode in a few weeks, this will still be relevant, I hope. Oh, it <laughs> will be so relevant. Well, I hope, I hope not. I hope that... Oh, true that. It doesn't better that. hope. Beket, you're sick. <laughs> you just love that 24-hour news cycle. Hey, fellas, what's new? What's going on? So I actually had a a, a little something, something. I'm going to steal just right here off the bat. I'm going to steal something for John. John hit me with it. I do it. Just do it. <laughs> Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So just do it. So, is this now a I segment that you are taking over? <laughs> no, no. This is I just wanted John to play it because, guys, I did it. I contributed to the Spotify playlist. Oh, I'm proud of you, Dad. And Scott and, forgot again. No, I couldn't find it. How do you find this thing? <sighs> it it took. Where'd you find it? While Scott frantically searches for it. I tried right before uh, pre-show. I legit did. I was like, ooh, I bet so, BK forgot he's going to get torched. No, no, no. Dang I it. I was texting John 
about it just one on one because I wanted to be able to. You got this in 21 hours ago. Yesterday, your father. Now, John. Crap! I don't want to get roasted again. I got to put some stuff in there. So it took it took I think my third listen to the podcast, and then I was like, oh, I got to go do that. I got to go do that. <laughs> so what, John? Add? Everyone question wants to know you. what's what's yeah, the, so what's the track? I was gonna set John up. John, did they slap? So I'm. Did proud you play that you four for... song long playlist? <laughs> I'm proud of you for putting something in there. It does feel like you were rushing to just not get <laughs> blasted because they feel like that you not just picked authentic. your safe favorites. There's some Maroon thought, Five. There's some. That's where I wanted to pander start. to the crowd. That's where I wanted to start. So what you don't know about me yet, chat, and maybe you do, is that I love Adam Levine so much. Oh, they came out. <laughs> so my favorite album of all time is "Songs About Jane" by Maroon Five. Oh, I mean, yeah, they started out at the top. They've only gotten worse. And, it's a good, good way to do it. And I don't disagree decline. with Scott's. I don't disagree with Scott's statement, but that album was so good, they hooked me for life. So yeah, I dropped a Maroon Five and then an Adam Levine song in yeah, here. Yeah, of the five songs you added, two of them were Adam Levine related. But I'm proud of you. Thank so you. quick sidebar on that me. is that um, we've talked about, or we're going to be talking about a little bit tonight. I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, music stuff, but that CD was one of the only CDs that I bought not knowing who the artist was. It was at Target on an end cap. I didn't steal it this time, like the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> <laughs> and it was on an end cap, and it was like new hot artist. And I was like, I liked the artwork. It was that like, well, I mean, their name's Maroon, but it was all <laughs> very Maroon palette. And I, I really was like drawn to the artwork. I was like, sure, let me check it out. And I thought that I had like, I was like, I've discovered... Like, I thought I was a record producer. I was like, who are these boys? Bring them in. This sounds like <laughs> printing money over here. Uh, but I loved that album. Like, I felt like I discovered it, and so it does have a special place in my heart. Well, Scott knows that I had my eye on their vinyl for so long, and the most expensive vinyl I own is the Maroon 5 Songs About Jane, like, special edition Hoosie Mawap or whatever. It's like multicolored. Sounds exactly like every other one, but has different <laughs> So it costs Sounds like an MP3, way more money. But <laughs> you got to flip it. Scratchier. Uh, earlier, John, I, I was holding this back, this little nugget for you guys. But earlier, John, you mentioned you saw somebody wearing a Jansport backpack and you wanted to say, mm. hey, buddy, what year is it? And then I said, oh, I wonder if that guy got it from my Etsy shop that I run because <laughs> I did sell a, a uh, Jansport backpack. And so here I'm going to share with you guys. I don't want to plug. It's like plugging your SoundCloud here. Um, <laughs> but let me let me plug my is the podcast. Are we not paying you enough out of the We Sort Together coffers? That's what it is. Really... Did you finally get in on the gig economy? Once this Patreon takes off, I can really, I can just focus on my Etsy shop. (laughs) I'm already getting a giggity out of this because... Scott, there are no items on this unless I don't know how to use Etsy. No, but check out all them sales. (laughs) Wait. Wait. One sale. That's it. I opened it. You sold one Jans for backpack. (laughs) So here's here's the story. I went into like a Goodwill... Um, just to kill time on like a lunch or a doctor's appointment or something like that. I was in the area and 
I saw this Jansport backpack, but it was in like new condition. Like I was like, it was like the backpack I had as a kid, but in pristine condition. And so I thought to myself, I thought it was like only like two bucks. I thought, I bet I could sell this for more than two bucks. And so I went back, I took pictures of it. I opened an Etsy shop and I sold it for like 40 bucks to some hipster. Mm. And then I thought, this is my new, <laughs> this is my new thing. And so <laughs> I took, I took probably 30 pictures of some VHSs that I've been purchasing at like garage sales and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Guys, this is my new hobby. And then I posted none of them. So the Was shop this is before currently. before or after Disney plus launched? Oh, it's yeah, before, before they crushed that. So uh, Fox and the Hound <laughs> on VHS is no longer probably, valuable. Yeah. Not in high demand anymore. <laughs> so I would disagree. I would disagree. Ooh. It's the same it's the same with the vinyls. I mean, you still had Spotify and all that stuff, but people still want them. That's true. That's true. But I uh, I will be back and I will be I'll update you guys at some point in the future on my Etsy shop. I'll I promise I'll get it open and get some good items in there for you guys to come peruse. Please Very let nice. us know. <laughs> Very nice. So can I tell you about a uh Another R slash mildly interesting encounter I had at Sprouts. Please. The grocery store. Bring it back. It is definitely mildly interesting. But so I was going to Sprouts to pick up a couple grocery things, and my wife needed some prenatal vitamins. And so I was getting things, and I was was looking. So I was was going around the back, and the aisles are like pretty small. And so I I kind of. That's small to you. But they're regular size to us. <laughs> These were legitimately like <laughs> they might have fit two cart widths. Might uh, have fit. Uh-huh. And so there's this person who's like stocking the shelves and she has a cart that she's I guess like has filled up and she's stocking this stuff. And the cart is like just enough over the middle line where I mm. don't know if I can squeeze through. Right. Right. So it's like I'm either gonna bump into her and make it weird that I didn't say, Oh, excuse me or whatever, or I'm gonna have to do something weird. So um, so I leave my cart where I'm at. I'm just like, okay, I'll just I'll just zip down this aisle real quick, um, grab some stuff, leave my cart where it is, and I'm looking down this aisle, and out of the corner of my eye, I see this cart flying towards me, and it's not even going like straight towards me. It is like about to come smashing into the side of the aisle. Is someone driving? So kind of reflex. <laughs> no, it's just like empty cart, what? not empty, but just like cart coming down the aisle like gonna smash into it and so i like at a reflex i stop it and i'm like that's my cart and so apparently this girl had i don't know seen that I, she was in the way and she had sent this cart just screaming towards me so i was like okay whatever so then i go to find the prenatal vitamins i'm in the vitamin section and this girl comes by again in the aisle and she goes let me guess looking for tampons and i was what just like what is happening <laughs> and, and i was just it kind of like ticked me off a little bit i was like Nope, prenatal vitamins, got them. <laughs> but I was just like, what is your problem? Like, I'm trying to just get my stuff and go. Like, why are you so abrasive? I don't Sound, know. It's here be- comes another doof looking for tampons, gonna yeah. ruin my stocking job. <laughs> I bet he's embarrassed to buy tampons. Let me push this cart towards them to really unsettle them. I was like, I'm not coming back here at night. This is weird. I will say, I always feel a little bit of pride in the lack of shame I feel buying some tampons. If I ever got to go and pick them up, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. And I'm carrying them. I'm not trying to like, you know, I might, I'm in a period of time where I'm kind of like trying to keep them down at my hip. 
trying to kind of cover them up with other <laughs> items in my hand. It's like I'm, I'm not walking front and center. Look at this. Look at this proud guy. Look at this good. <laughs> I'm leg- I'm being totally serious. I'm not sure that I have ever bought them in my entire life. You're trying hmm. to get put on blast. Ooh, you need to go try it. Sounds like a just do it segment for next. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> so I mean, at this point, it's like I've seen. This might be a little graphic, so you might want to pause. Go Ooh, fifteen seconds. Skip. skip. I've seen my wife's <laughs> stomach cut open and a baby pulled okay, out. Okay, so I wasn't like, sure what you were going. Hey, and I okay. passed out. I'm okay buying tampons. <laughs> <laughs> Not a big deal. This is fine. I'm officially passed out. <laughs> Brian is on the so floor. On. Call Taylor, get some cold water in here. <laughs> and then make him go get some tampons. <laughs> uh, well, I was going to mention this is irrelevant to current events, but uh, you know, yesterday, not to date our episode too much, but um, Kobe Bryant, the NBA, retired NBA player, passed away. And I was at, I was at the, like a kid's consignment shop. Not that that's of no importance to the story, but I was like perusing, <laughs> perusing some shelves, and the the employees there were all like chatting about it. And I saw you a were thing such in, a bargain shopper. I do not know this oh, about you. I love you the bargain. Scott loves a bargain. To value? Oh yeah, I'm I'm proud of it too. Uh, like the tampons. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. He gets the value is there as well. Uh, that's right. I get the value brand. Thirty pack. Um. So. Keep going, they keep going. uh anyways the the employees were talking about it and near me i didn't realize it but near me was a beaket of a person who heard them talking about it i don't know what the heck that means and in order to chime in she said Sounds oh yeah I, I saw that i saw that oh no and <laughs> although the moment wasn't like comical obviously but that person wanting to interact but having to make sure everyone knew that they, they couldn't just like chime in with like Wow, that's so crazy. Had to go ahead and say, I saw that. I already saw what you guys weren't talking to me about, <laughs> which Oof. I was like, they aren't Oof. talking to you. Why are you yelling out? I saw that. Uh, anyways, so I just thought I would share that I saw a saw that in uh, real life. <laughs> that's another level even for me. I can't saw <laughs> that into somebody else's combo <laughs> In real life. So, so related to that... <clears throat> tangentially are you guys how are you flying wise are you a nervous flyer you cool oh flying? i hate flying i hate flying so much mm, i mean i i feel like because of the statistically it's like you're gonna die probably more often in a car accident than or you're more likely to do it in a car accident or crossing the street or whatever than flying so that if i like focus on that part of it the like statistical likelihood it's like meh well, and it's it, that that's what's wild is like I know that it's irrational it's it is an irrational fear. And like even when you look at plane crashes and stuff, the like what? vast don't, don't look at them. Sorry, when you read about when they happen or whatever, the like large majority of them are like private planes and, you know, helicopters and things like that. And so for commercial planes, it's even tinier. It's yeah. even tinier. It's... So I wasn't, I generally, have, I'm not a great flyer, but I, I need to send you this article, Beacon, next time you go. And it just, it's a pilot who talks about, basically like, let's talk about every single thing about this. And yeah, it's crazy. So airplane, commercial airplanes are crazy safe. There was, I think he said if you, you'd have to fly like 
the majority of every day for like a year and then you still have like a one in 75,000 chance of being in a crash or something. And then even like only 25% of crashes result in death. And those include like terrorism and like, it basically it's just like the safest, like the plane has two engines. It can fly for like a very long time without any engine. It's crazy safe. Helicopters, however, do not have those properties because they do not fly the (laughs) same way. And so I'm, I mean, it just seems like recently there's all these like helicopter and like private plane, I guess maybe because they're, they carry famous people, but it just seems like it's been happening more. It's Mm, crazy. Yeah. I will say, so I'm not necessarily a nervous flyer, but if I hit even a small patch of turbulence, then I become, I think that's the end for me. A small what? A small patch of turbulence. Oh yeah. Like just a little bit of bump and it's like, oh no. (laughs) <laughs> this is it. I'm ready for the bottom to drop out. Bruh, I'll send you this article next time you fly. Let me know. Yeah. Yeah, Please do. Well, it is time for you, John, you, Scott, and you, Chat's favorite time <laughs> of episode. We call it the and plugs. That's, I just need I need a drop for my plugs. And it's there called it is. Brian I need plugs. a drop for my plugs. <laughs> but if you are just... Oh, my. If you are just tuning in for the first time i can um, that's the only way i can imagine that you are not following us on twitter already at we used to podcast or haven't emailed us at fans at we used to work together.com scott when's the last time we checked that bad boy <laughs> click, 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 click. last time i looked for the playlist probably <laughs> <laughs> you know what my other favorite so, thing about this is we copy paste this plug info and we have two u's and used to work together oh, so it's nice. at we you used to work together dot com. so we 20 episodes not caught that F- phonetically correct though yeah john yeah. we used to work we together used to work <laughs> and as always make sure that you guys drop that five-star review and now for my favorite plug the patreon plug last episode that you might have heard we were loosely kind of sort of talking about Ooh, a, the new, <laughs> a new sort of segment. Maybe. But guess what, guys? We did it and we dropped it. We have a new episode. It's called The Break Room. And it is basically 10 minutes of me asking Scott and John just anything. Anything I want. It gets to be curated by me. It was basically an effort for me. Or it was a it was a way for me to slowly start getting into the hosting gig. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I start here, and then soon I take. We over have more followers on Patreon than on Twitter, so I think that it's the tides are turning. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> but if you would like to check out that bonus episode, plus get the content a little bit early, then go to Patreon.com/slash/WorkTogether, and there you can help support the show and help us do fun things. Now. On to the good stuff. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, chat. (laughs) Season two, episode two. We're still talking the past decade, the 2010s to the... Guys, is it to... I guess it's to the 2019... Is it 2019 to 2009? Don't get me on that math. Okay. Well, it's not so much the math. It's just the I'm last trying decade. to figure it. Okay. So the last <laughs> decade, you get to decide. There's a year's wiggle room. And today we're talking entertainment. Yes, entertainment. Yes, that's super vague. But a little context for what today is going to be about. 
We're going to talk movies, we're going to talk TV shows, and we're going to talk music. How do you feel, John? You feel good about that? I'm pumped. When you you put this list of top movies and ooh, just going through that list, there's a lot of a lot of nostalgia. Well, let's go ahead. Let's just dive right into that. So some of what we want to do on this episode is, yes, talk about some of the greats, talk about some of the hits, some of the bangers, some of the slappers. <laughs> but we also want to make sure that you guys get a little peek into our life. So as I read some of this list, Scott and John, think about a movie that meant something to you in the past decade. I'm going to read, I don't know, until I get exhausted. <laughs> 200 <laughs> 200 movies coming in. The list does have 100 movies in it. So are you ready? Buckle up. Let's go. This is from imdb.com, top rated movies. Spotlight, 2015, mm. number one. Number two, Moonlight, 2016. Number three, Inception, 2010. Number four, mm. Mission Impossible, 2018. Number five, Birdman, 2014. Number six, Green Book, 2018. Number seven, Blade Runner, 2049, 2017. Number eight, The Shape of Water, 2017. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Number didn't nine, occur in the 2049. It was in the last decade. Number nine, 12 Years a Slave. Number 10, Get Out. And I'm going to pause there because they also have this list, and I don't want to just keep reading a list for you guys. We we'll should post. have done the over-under on how many he's going to make it through. Yeah. Uh, that was more than I, I thought. S- like, he's just going to go for it. No, 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 no. I got bored even listening to my own voice, so, so I, we'll I called post, it there. We'll post the link to this. Yeah, it'll Let be in the... Let us know on Twitter, at We Used to Podcast, what your favorite movies were from the past decade. John, you're yep. getting so good at plugging D-D-D. Twitter. I'm proud of you. I know. But anyway, so I mostly just read that list because I wanted wanted to kind of just get some of like there were some pretty solid movies dropped in 2010. Um, the one for me specifically that I was like, I that feels like super old and also not that old at all was number three, Inception. Ooh. Now. I want to ask mm. you guys: Was that the greatest movie of all time, mm-hmm. or the greatest movie in the entire world? So I, unlike, uh, no, I'm not going to blast you, Scott. I will blast you though. Unlike Scott, I don't like to talk during movies, and I'm very much like very <laughs> fully absorbed. I do appreciate Scott's commentary though. It's that's part of why I go. Just kidding. so <laughs> the thing. Just kidding. Just kidding you. about blasting just you. I do serious. appreciate your comment. So when I saw Inception, that was one of the few times that I've ever turned to, turned to some. I turned to Danielle and said, "This is awesome." And the moment yes. was when they split into the four different timelines. You know, where like one guy's in the car, one person is at the snowy place, one person's at the hotel. Was the fourth one? Oh, the like, and then the the bank under, or whatever. What is it? Limbo. The- yeah, in limbo. When it split into all four of those moving at different times, I, that blew my mind. Yeah. That whole movie blew my mind, but that moment, like, that was amazing. Christopher Nolan, he crazy with the times, he for sure. Crazy. Yeah, Inception was one that, like, after it was over, I remember we went, we saw it at a theater, like, a, like you know, uh, midnight showing, then went to a, like, IHOP right after. 
and mm-hmm. only tried to break it down. Like I remember, like I felt like a beautiful mind, like scribbling formulas <laughs> on like napkins, trying to be like, so if they're in limbo and they're moving at this pace, yeah. then does that mean when the kick happened down here? I was like, <laughs> I was trying to figure it out. I was like, yeah, for real, couldn't like my and I had to. I would watch it again. It was still like, no, I still can't. Like my mind can't fully grasp it. So. I, I mean, the pretty... cast is also great. Ooh, Leonardo wow. DiCaprio. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Joseph one Gordon-Levitt, of my favorites. Mm. Tom Hardy. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was one of my, my boys as well. Um, Mentioned oh, that in the last shoot. episode. That one girl's name from Juno. That I'm Ellen Page. Page? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. That's just like, yeah. Christopher Nolan gets the good people. He's like, yeah, hey, you want to sure. make an awesome movie? And they're like, yeah, I do. <laughs> nah. So any others from not even just the top ten? It can be. So let me get in here on this list. Can I talk about this? You for know, a Scott's little bit? got a list prepared. Yeah, Scott <laughs> okay. has a separate list. I do I have a separate list, but I got some things I want to talk about first. Bcat, tell me how you found this list. I just went to. <laughs> I just went to like the the top. I, I don't know. It was like some general Google search <laughs> oh, that brought me here, that, brother. Because I'm about to and then, tear this thing apart. <laughs> Here's the thing. It was created in August. Wow. Created. Okay. Do you see that Something. part? Scott? Yeah. Created August 2011. Updated ten months ago. So I think we need so, to. We we may be misrepresenting this. That's what this list is a little bit. It is a user created list by Will oh. Simrel Six, and it is not IMDb's top 100. This is just this guy's top 100. That's number one. Number two. So. It has 101 movies in it. Number three, it does not have any movies from 2019 in it at all, uh, which is a whole year, the decade he not represented. He only updated it 10 months ago. That's <laughs> and only a little bit of 2019. Number four, one of my favorite movies of the decade, Into the Spider-Verse, is not even on the list. So mm. this list that's, is bubkiss. <laughs> so these that's star ratings? so funny. Are those his star ratings? I assume they were pulled uh, from the average of IMDb. So if you're looking on it, actually, sure. that's what what's here's what's brilliantly funny about it. So I, when I was skimming through it, I, I thought I had looked at stars, but if you look at the stars, they're not in order. So no. it's not even, it's the not even IMDb's. or even IMDb's rating. It's just this guy. That's why Spot. Uh, no, I'm not saying Spotlight wasn't a. It was a very good movie, but. Number one of the decade? I don't know. Mission Impossible. Are you sure it's not the, the, the rating of the actual thing? No, because look at Inception. Inception is way higher. It is the right rating, but they're not in the right order. So, like, Mission Impossible right. got a score of 7.8, but it's above, um, or, you know, right below Inception at 8.8, which is behind Moonlight at 7.4. So, this is just the, a, his. Which, it, hey, movies are subjective, so I'm not saying that Will Simmer 6 doesn't have the tastes but i just was curious how you even got to this list because if i search <laughs> listening will best Simmer movies six, of the decade <laughs> i don't come well, across the, this list <laughs> so the only one that stood out to me a little bit that even made me wince for a second was the mission impossible movie now i'm not a mission impossible guy i have seen them but i saw that at number four <laughs> yeah I was like, and when I saw that, I was like, wait a second, what is this list? Also, also, legitimately, you scroll to the very bottom, and it's like page one of two, and on the first page, there's 100. On the second page, there's number 101 by itself. That's... I was like, what the heck, 101 on the 100 list? So the moral of the story is that this is so 
Oh my gosh, this is so... That's why I gotta know how you even got here. <laughs> this I'm... is so me. This <laughs> I, is was, how I legit f- thought, is this just B-Cat's list? <laughs> no, no, I thought this was... I thought this no, was No, Italian IMDb. job's not in it. <laughs> yeah, it no, makes that it was every a, decade. That wasn't in 2010s, am I right? Uh, uh, so, did you definitely... have an actual list you wanted to talk about, Scott? Or can so I... yeah, I got a couple I wanted. So first of all, I do want to mention Into the Spider-Verse. I thought that was... Um, you know, I am I am exhausted on the superhero movies. I haven't been shy about saying that, but this one I it's a breath of fresh air. The soundtrack is amazing. Uh the art style is oh look at that Miles right there. B Cat's repping. Um what is called? Well Funko Pop Funko Pops. Funko Pops. That's one. one. Social Network uh is a movie for me that the mm. movie, the soundtrack, st- the the writing. Stop here talk about it. Let's do. Let's talk about it for a bit. That one. So I. What's cool to me, because obviously John, you and I, it taps straight into like what we do for a living. So there's mm-hmm. like a natural like tie-in for us. But then, I, I, I always like. Whoa, other people really loved it too. So I think that's kind of cool. So shout out to the nerds. The Elven Dragon Slayer, <laughs> ten point power sword. <laughs> that wasn't me. And that was me. I dropped yeah. it on myself. I set myself oh. up. I self-served a drop. Seven point seven. That's lower than I would have expected from that. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's, I don't know about that. Let's peek at the old Rotten Tomatoes. So this movie, if I had to pick one movie, I think this would be my favorite of from all the decades. Oh, no, of, of all time. All. This Wait, movie, the social for network. Me, the social network. It would be and close for me. It is a. Wow. It was like a perfect storm of like everything that I love and loved and was perfect in the moment. So you remember the last episode where I talked about how we had that theater that was like kind of run down, where we'd go see like comedies and like, um, you know, not big blockbuster. Just like oh, I wonder if this is any good. Let's go see it at this cheap theater. You remember mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So part of the reason why I think the comedies that we saw there we loved is because we go in with such low expectations. And so like anything that was actually good, just like knocked it out of the park because like I go see an Avengers movie, my expectations are pretty high. If I go see random comedy, random movie, like I have no expectations. And so if it turns out great, it's just like a doubly great thing. So I had not heard anything about the social network at all. I was also in college doing a computer science degree. And so one zuckerberg it was like that movie this is going to come out strong but that movie basically founded like the hope in me that anybody can make something great it was like because that's like the kind of the mood of the movie is like yeah you don't have to have money fancy degrees like here's granted he dropped out of harvard okay let's not watch over that but you can be (laughs) a college dropout and make something great that's that was like kind of like the thing that i took from that Add on top of that, I love Jesse Eisenberg. I think he's awesome. His impersonation of Mark Zuckerberg was very good. The score, like Scott said, is incredible. Atticus Ross. I think in our very first episode of this podcast, like we talked about how that will put Scott and I in the zone to work. You put that on, it's just boom. When we used to work together, title of the episode, do you guys hear that? Uh (laughs) There are, there was a, uh, I was outnumbered in a significant way uh, when it came to like the music that played in the office. 
I'm I'm like now my vibe is kind of like lo-fi, like just sort of chill, something that sits Ooh, underneath while you something. work. But yeah. when we used to work together, I was like Mr. Pop, like indie pop, loved Room all pop five, music. Pop. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> But the rest of the office, oh, they loved the movie soundtracks. <laughs> and I, I legitimately, and this is not even a, a slight, it's not supposed to be at least, but I think part of the reason that that movie has a bad taste in it, like for me is I just, I literally, I hate listening to music or movie soundtracks. It does not give me the, the same oomph that it gives Your rude the rest voice. of this- the this soundtrack is incredible and then i think the final thing that sold it for me is the very first scene they're in this like pub and it's mark zuckerberg and his girlfriend basically Mm -hmm. they get in this like kind of fight type thing and the dialogue is so fast it's like fast paced it's quick yeah like that scene is incredible and when i similar to inception when i because i went with no expectations daniel's like hey we should go see this when that first scene was done I turned to Daniel again, and I was like, "This is great." This is, and awesome. I've probably seen that movie, I don't know, dozens and dozens of times. I need, I need to go back and rewatch it. I need to go back and rewatch it. One more that I want to mention me. is I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Free Solo. Did you guys watch the documentary? No, I know, con- yeah, I know contextually what it's about, but I've not watched it. It is one that I, I absolutely loved watching it and tried to fathom. I just, I cannot, my brain, in the similar way they couldn't, like, understand totally, like, the logic happening with Inception, I cannot understand, so he just, literally, free solo is when you climb a mountain without any um, equipment, so you're not, like, tethered in, or anything like that, and he free solos. You're just hanging on the side. L cap. Mm. And it's this incredible documentary about him. Um, he's like the best free solo climber in the world. And so he wants to be the first ever free solo El Cap. And it's just like looking through his training and his history and just like going along the journey with him. But I like it literally seizes my body up when I'm watching him climb in some of the shots. Oh, yeah. And it's like I couldn't free solo my brick wall. You know what I mean? Like I would mm. I would like have You tried to jump on your that. roof and scarred yourself. So. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so like this is like <laughs> I watched a mountain. I can watch NBA players, and I'm like, that's pretty incredible, but I feel like I'm in the ballpark. Like, I feel like, you know, enough training, I could maybe get out there and mix it up a little bit with these boys. I watch Free Solo, and I'm like, there's no, there is no part of me that could ever, like, that. there is a uniqueness to what he can do, and the way his brain works and the ability to not <laughs> be totally afraid. Uh, it's like, I just, Freak I just like admire out. it. Yeah. I just admire it. A ton. So anyways, I really liked that one. Just, I thought that was really cool. Doc. The, the, the two I'll quickly mention are La La Land and Whiplash. Ooh, those Whiplash. are, Mm-mm. those are probably two of my favorite movies. Uh, n- n- not probably. They are my, if when people say, give me your top five, they're in that list 100 percent um and and la la land just because it's a it's kind of a i, I won't ruin too much about it but it's just this fun i've never seen sad it. sort of brilliant <gasps> movie sorry guys i oh. uh, i scott I it feels like something it and go i need to watch that but dude make that like next date night with your wife that you have in 
it's I think you both fantastic. would really like it. Yeah, I think like, we totally we we love the actors and we love you know musicals so, and so it's like. So, and it's got some of the like most fun like sets and camera movements and yeah. I uh, when I really get into a movie I just spiral out of control watching all mm. the behind the scenes and the director's cuts and the everything and, and how they Ryan... film that movie is brilliant. Okay, so you guys talking about the Ryan Gosling thing it made me think about a thing that is sickening to me, and that is so. Did you guys see the movie A Star Is Born? I did. So no, I didn't. Bradley Cooper in this movie, um, he and Lady Gaga are the main, the the two leads. And now, obviously, Lady Gaga has a background as a musician, but Bradley Cooper for this movie um, did voice training to drop mm-hmm. his voice like two octaves for the character. And they together wrote all the music, and he performs it, and he's baller at it. And, oh, hey, also, this guy's maybe the most handsome person that's ever existed. And, oh, yeah, by the way, he's one of the most successful actors. But if he wanted to, he could have been one of the most successful musicians. But, nah, it's fine. I go to sleep at night being real average at one job. And this guy <laughs> could be elite at two freaking just cool things. And the same thing with Ryan Gosling. Are you kidding me? Just most handsome, extremely talented actor. Want to talk about a great movie from the decade? How about Drive? That is such a good Ryan Gosling movie. And oh, did he just learn to play the piano parts and become a master pianist? Okay, that makes me mad a little bit, these guys. Well, so here's, here's the thing. I, I hear you, but also let's bring in our boy Kamel Nanjiani and how he got mm-hmm. jacked on that Marvel juice. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. What's I mean, th- okay, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking the- about, Kamel Nanjiani, he was in wrote the big sick and started in it um he's in he was on silicon valley if you watch silicon that. valley um he went from like i mean kind of j- like j- a- j- very j- average j- dude to like has his veins like you if you like put a piece of paper over his veins he might bleed to death because they're that stretched and popping out of his arm like he, he is <laughs> what a, a what position. a way to describe that <laughs> that Go, is a wild find, way to say it. find his picture because it is mind-boggling but my point is like these people so he got the marvel treatment okay he got the trainers he got the diet plan probably steroids maybe not i don't want to if he didn't if he did it without steroids i'm more impressed but that is a that is an assumption to make there my friend (laughs) i'm Either John, way, John, actually, some, John, John is all about the gain, so I think he may have a little he, insight into the effort it takes. He put to in, get he put in some jacked. insane work effort to get to that level of status. No, so what happens no to his body that. after this, after the movie, and he doesn't maintain the P I mean, you, life? you would lose it very fast. So, like, we're getting Does real he... side drill, but you don't maintain that level of being cut without incredibly strict diet. He probably was like took some stuff to cut water off of him. To like get that picture right mm-hmm. but my my point is like he had the marvel engine behind him helping create that person so like when ryan gosling or bradley cooper does these big movies like they're not this me is and true. you this is true like, not him just like I i'm picking up a guitar sing. and i'm right on WikiLeaks like the, or not WikiLeaks. what is that wiki guys wiki, <laughs> wiki egg someone bail me out it. this old man this boomer over here so it, impressive impressive feats all around but you know they've they've got some money behind them to make that happen. 
That's true. That, that makes me feel a little bit better. If I with with money, maybe I'd be good at my job. Yeah, if you had the Marvel like... engine, you would get <laughs> jacked. Well, even even uh, like Chris Pratt, that was his story. He was still filming Parks and Rec when he was yeah, doing he was a like little, a little chub chub. <laughs> when yeah. he was doing all his Marvel stuff, and he would literally go back and forth. So he put on weight hmm. for Parks and Rec, and then he would get jacked for, for his, his fbi character or whatever his name was he should have just been gotten Scarn, jacked or not scarn that's the office that's, what was that guy's name burt macklin fbi burt macklin yes. <laughs> yeah that was actually you sounded like him a little bit there john oh, thanks so i mean i gotta i gotta do a little a little flex a little nod at my marvel movies because they uh, owned the decade yeah i mean thanks top marvel. grossing movie ever and they, many others until avatar so 2 money. drops and then, like it's six coming, to eight guys. of those were in our boy Will Wilheim. What's his name? Whatever his name's list. He had a, quite a few Marvel. <laughs> oh yeah, Eric Smarola or whatever. <laughs> so I just well, want to <laughs> I just want to nod to those. Uh, a couple more that I saw on his list that I loved. Uh, did you see Arrival in theaters? I haven't even seen it. Period. And the- Sky, you're killing me right now. My my wife Turn doesn't like the sci-fi's, so it's oh, it's a hard sell. It's a hard sell. That is the most tension i've ever felt in the movie like the it is an alien movie that is not about the aliens mm. and it is like there was a thick like palpable tension watching that movie it is so intense the entire time i, I mean i'm just clinched in that seat just on the edge you have to watch arrival it's incredible i will just do it to you in a former <laughs> in a following segment if you've not watched that within oh okay <laughs> Uh, other one I want to mention, The Imitation Game. Do you guys see that one? No. It was it was good. It was good. It had Yeah, oh, no. Oh, it... sorry. I did see that. I did see that. I had to go So look that and checks all my boxes. Yes. Computer Science again. Mm-hmm. My boy, World Benny. War 2. You know I was in Benedict Cumberbatch. Fantastic acting, true story, and very sad and mm-hmm. well produced. Yep. All those things. Very very good. Let me ask you this. Did you see Boyhood, everybody? I have I not seen it. them. It's on the list. Check it out. I won't. I won't follow up on you because it. You don't have to. But what I wanted to mention about it is, the characters age almost in real time. Essentially, the movie was filmed over twelve years, which like that part of it I think is the coolest part. That like the kid ages through the movie, oh. and he's like you know twelve, and then he's yeah, a full adult. You know, he's in his twenties by the time the movie is over and in my brain i'm again i'm like how did they do that how did they like get these actors on board and get together once a year or something to like (laughs) film parts of the movie you know like talk about the long con of being able to like you know just what it would take to pull off that production schedule like this the ability to you know forecast those actors over that much time yeah kind of crazy so i believe the irishman the one that uh, just came out on netflix um is uh, it was filmed over like seven or eight years or something like that. That's Scorsese mm. one. So, oh well. It's like I don't know how they do that. It seems crazy to me. I know we we briefly touched on it a second ago, but I want to make sure to to give it some talking time. Which is that Whiplash movie. For me, that is there was like so. If you've ever had a coach, or you've ever had an mm-hmm. instructor, or you've ever had somebody who was like, or even your like dad. My dad was clearly not that aggressive but he definitely (laughs) like leaned that way a little bit whiplash is absolutely some of the most brilliant writing 
uh, on the planet. Loved that movie. And it has J.K. Simmons oh, in it, him. which he is so good. Well, you know, I Actually, mentioned in the last episode that. that I I love when there's like a young actor that's carrying a movie. And I, Miles Teller in that movie is yeah so amazing. Uh, and so, anyways, that also checks a box for me. That's one and, that it, I I know has been highly praised, but it's. Do you ever do, are you ever in a place where you? So I'll give you another example. Um, I have not seen Shawshank Redemption, which is like Dang. everyone is like, oh, that's one of the best movies ever made, and it's because mm-hmm. so there are good. movies that I know are going to be very intense, and I just cannot get myself. I cannot agree to like put myself into watching a movie that I know is going to be very intense. Like I'm rarely in that mindset to where I'll agree to it. Does that make any sense at all? Like I know Whiplash like, is going to be so intense and like I know it that is really hard on that guy. And I just, I can't on a weekday night, on a weekend mm. when I'm trying to relax, I can't, I can't like get over the line oh, to, I love to it. play it. Yeah. And, Whiplash, and I to- yeah, I totally hear what you're saying though. I do hear that. I think for me, it was also one of those movies that like it won whatever it won that year. It was like the, the best picture or something like that, that year. And I had heard nothing about it. Knew not like knew nothing had, it was sort of that like same thing. John talked about no expectations. And I was like, I just kind of feel like I need to watch this if it got all those awards and so went in with no expectation and was just like, this is unbelievably good. So when's our, we used to work together, haven't seen it movie night. Yeah, we should, we should each be able to bring something that we force yeah. the others to see. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe that's a season coming up. Who knows? We just watch. The we forced, the lost forced tapes. I don't know what that is, but don't <laughs> do not look for that. Uh, well, that's so, go ahead, Vicat. So remember how when I started this, I said this wasn't going to just be a, a rundown of the best movies, and then that's yeah, I thought it, it wasn't cause... either. I was like, I'll just mention one, but then I saw that list was made by that guy, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. Let's then, go then we got sidetracked. But but for me, movies were <clears throat> there, a lot more happened. Uh, with movies than just what was like released or what things were hot. Like the way we consume movies also changed. So, you know, AMC and all of these new theaters coming out with like movie Scott. I know you have, I'm an AMC rewards member, but I don't even know what all it gets me, you but they come in. You gold, gold stubs. What are you silver? A list. I'm, I'm, I think I'm like, a list is that the bottom tier? I'm not the one where Don't it's like a subscription status. Get Maria Menounos up in here to talk to you. Oh no! Uh, see, he lost. He lost me. He lost oh, okay. me. She's the, girl she's the, the one. Prequels, <laughs> yeah, she's she? always in the the movie minute that plays before uh, the movie. Oh, I know yes, you. Yes, you yes, ain't yes. getting there early, man. If we can sidebar, AMC has a literal twenty minutes of pre-movie stuff. It's absurd. Oh, it is. It's and can we talk about previews for a minute? They're legit clocking in at like thirty, forty five minutes now. Like yeah. I, I zone out and I'm like, I'll come back, I'm like, Am I still? Has the movie started? <laughs> so I thought I so blacked out for I a get, bit and we're still here. I get made fun of for this all the time. But there is a, a swath of people who uh 
say like, oh yeah, movie says 3.30. Guys, we don't need to be there till 3.45 or 4. That movie ain't starting. That is 100% true. I don't disagree with that statement. However, I love movie previews. <laughs> and so when, if it's 3.30, my goal time is 3.25. Like I'm getting there a touch before the movie so that I can see those previews. See, previews, I would actually prefer to never see them because now I know too much when I go to the movie. I know I haven't seen that explosion scene yet, so that's still happening, and I haven't seen the scene with the main actor in it that I was waiting for, so I know he doesn't die, and so it a little bit can ruin it for me. Like, so I'd that do blind. That. She, like, when a movie's coming out that she absolutely loves, like when the... Uh, last Harry Potter movies were coming out. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, she would do the like close the like close the ears, close the eyes uh-huh, during like, sitting in the previous. Now that's so, that's that's some strong, some strong will. So what's funny is for that same reason is exactly why I love previews because typically there's enough time passes between the theatrical preview mm-hmm. and the time it releases that I've forgotten those details. But something I will never, ever, ever do is watch a preview before I like. If if you're like, hey, we got to go see this movie or this movie, yeah, I'm not watching the previews. I'm just trusting what you guys say mm-hmm. because what you just described, Scott, is what I oh I'll do that on every little tiny scene, and I'll just yeah, it spoils <laughs> it. It spoils oh, it. Totally does. Yeah. So, I mean, back on what you were saying though, I mean, movies have. They've they've had to innovate, obviously, because TV shows have taken over, streaming services have taken over, and so the movie theaters have had to adapt to try and still provide value. So ticket prices are up, but now what they provide, it's much more of an experience, right? So you pick your seats ahead of time. Can we talk about that for just a little bit? How much Which better I that love. is? Yeah. Oh my! It's the best. Gosh, no I mean, more that like I'm saving thirteen seats garbage that we talked. You can about. go see a big premiere. I mean, I remember going to premieres, yeah, and having to wait for hours outside yeah. in long lines to try and get in, and then save seats for friends oh, that were yeah. coming later. Those casuals. So, like, this is a this is I love it. I remember. Like, at one point, there was only, like, one theater in Oklahoma that was doing it. And it was like, this is the only theater I will ever go to again. And now, pretty much all theaters have this. Uh, But, yeah, and even to the point, I mean, you can order food while you're sitting there. A waiter comes and serves you, and they've got little flashlights and the the seats all recline and it's just like they're not, you're not packed in there like, you know, uh, business class on an airplane. Um, And, now, I'm, I'm not at a point in my life where I can take advantage of this anymore, but, like, the uh you know amc has their a a list members where you can see three movies a week and what is that 12 a month for like 20 bucks man pre-marriage or even early days of marriage that would have been a no-brainer like on the value Uh, that's like two movies in a month you know what i mean it's like i would have gone and seen all the things might even seen a rival who knows uh and so but like now doesn't make sense. I have to get a babysitter three times a week. Not going to work. Uh, so, but I do think that that's like a, they're trying to find a way to still be uh, an event, you know, still provide value and try and get people, you know, people are busy and we'd rather just, you know, binge watch stuff at home. It's easier. 
So I think what's going to also, I mean, and it's fairly obvious, but what's going to keep theaters relevant will be the fact that they can get stuff and they show stuff in the theater way before it ever hits any kind of streaming service or anything like that. But now that streaming services are coming out with like original content. So you've got Netflix and Hulu and Disney all coming out with like award winning movies and they're competing in that space. I think it's just going to be really, really interesting because even how they're advertised now, even how like Netflix and that stuff is advertising is they're, they're advertising in theaters and they're advertising like in the same spaces that like mm-hmm. blockbuster cinema well, movies are. And it's Netflix's and all the streaming services are producing movies that play in theaters as well. So um, like I, that's, that's wild to me that like, you know, Amazon and Netflix, they're producing movies that will hit, you can go see a theatrical release of it. So you can still go, even though hmm. you have marriage story on your Netflix they still had it like limited release in the Irishman. You know what I mean? Because there is a certain like experience to going to the movie, to going to the theater and seeing, you know, on the big screen with the big system and all that kind of stuff. But it's like, yeah, even there, they're like starting to own the theater. That's what's really changed for me is I, the amount of movies I go to now is drastically lower. I mean, it's really mm-hmm. the big Marvel releases that I'll go see. I don't know. It's just, it has to be, for me, it has to be a movie where you, because I mean, I, I don't, I don't keep up with like a nice TV anymore because everything is streamed on my computer or the iPad. And so it's like, I don't really keep up with like a nice big TV or a nice stereo system. Like I never had any of those things. So like the only movies I'll go see are the ones that are the huge blockbuster. I want the amazing sound. I want the like, right. You know, crisp picture of IMAX or whatever for this big thing. And everything else is like, yeah, my, I don't know, eight-year-old TV is fine. Like, it's good enough to watch. Yeah, that happened That happened recently. So this is this decade, but the new movie 1917 <laughs> dropped, and I wanted to see that, and I wanted to see Knives Out, which were both, like, pretty big movies. And the, like, all I was hearing was, like, go see 1917 in theaters. Check like, his yeah. top 100 list real quick for Knives Out. Oh, it won't be on there. That's a oh, 2020, baby. That. Let me check that 1917. Nah, Knives Out was 2019. Was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it probably was. It was out around Christmas, wasn't it? So it was but technically 1917 is is also... Uh, Which 1917, I could do a whole well, podcast on. Technically it's 1917, on. but no, I'm just kidding. So, and just talking about like that, you know that that's what theaters have going for them is the like theatrical release of the bigger things. Didn't Apple announce that they were going to be trying to pilot something like that, where you could get a movie for theatrical release in your home for like $70. But the idea would be that you could like host a watch party for it or something like that. Am I making that up? I've Uh, heard stuff like that before for like fights and stuff, but I have not heard that specifically. You should run with that. Uh, TM copyright registry mark, <laughs> uh, and you do have a patent lawyer in the chat. So could you just check it out safe. for me real quick? It's done. Could... You just had Got to it. say it. It's... Yeah. <laughs> That's it's how it works. Contract the three of us, all equal partners. <laughs> well, me with a little bit more. <laughs> yes, we, John Scott, and I you get run the with it, but we are equal. A <laughs> hundred does not divide equally into yeah. thirds, so we will take so that extra. It's probably like. 35 for me 
35 for Brian, 30 for Scott. Is that what we're thinking? Or... It feels good to me. <laughs> okay. It's it feels good agreed. to me. Well, I know this episode changed a little bit, and I'm probably doing a cut-in right before they hear all this <laughs> to say, hey, we cut the TV wall. and music. Uh, but, I mean, uh, what did we expect? This is like... Let's just talk about two of our favorite video games. <laughs> right, right. Everyone what did we expect? One really? video game. <laughs> what What was funny is I we even cut stuff before. Like we trimmed it down. Yeah, I was like, and, okay, just these three. This will keep us on the rails. I mean, I've I've got five more from that list that I had to hold back on that I could easily go into. <laughs> okay, so this season, mid-season swamp, it's changing to movies. We're doing a whole <laughs> new season review. It's, it's a movies pivot. In review. <laughs> uh, just La La Land in review is what we're doing for six episodes. But anyway, I think we are going to have to chug through this. Scott, what are we talking about next? Yeah, so, uh, you know, if you're... oh. Drop one of those in a bit. I wasn't <laughs> I even ready for the next episode. I forgot about it. Uh, hey, everybody. It me. It's my turn. And so during this season, we're talking about a decade in review. And so for my turn, we're going to be talking about trends. We mentioned on the last episode, trends like board games and escape rooms. I've been excited to talk about those. Subscription services slash boxes. Hey, maybe maybe TV and uh, music can can slot in there, uh, and we'll just bump everything else out of <laughs> we'll the episode. We'll find a way. Um, but you know, we'll be talking influencers, plant based foods, podcasting, all the things from uh, the last decade. So, um, any thoughts on that before we hop into it? Or are you guys just excited about it? Is podcasting from this last decade? I feel like it was like the decade before it, that. It, it started before, but it pe- really peaked in the last decade. That's yeah, true. That's true. yeah, it would have been like, yeah, I would say that it was something that emerged uh, main, pretty mainstream in the last decade. So, well, sounds like you guys are prepped to talk about it, so we'll just hop right into it. Uh, someone get us out of here. That's me. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If you're not following us on Twitter, at We Used to Podcast, give us an email. We might check it, I don't know, before the end of the season. We'll try and do that once over at fans at we together.com. And if you're liking the show, uh, give us a review. Give us a rating. Helps us out. Let's us make way more money. And we would appreciate it. See ya. Peace. Adios.